Okay, well, what you just heard (laughs) was me talking to a bear, as one does, from the safety of a car earlier this summer inside Glacier National Park in Montana, where I hosted our first ever Jump Adventures weekend, which was a four-day, three-night stateside hiking and biking adventure, which is what we're here to talk about today. So welcome to Jump Podcast. I'm Traveling Jackie, founder and host of both this show and of Jump Adventures, where I invite you to set the headphones down and join us offline in person for active adventures in epic destinations around the world and sometimes in our own backyard. Remember that you can listen and read and research travel all you want, but in the end, it's you who takes the leap. Through Jump Adventures, I'm extending an opportunity for you to take a leap with us. You can learn more and find out where we're going next and join us at jumpadventures.com. And you can come say hi on Instagram at jump.adventures or find me personally at Traveling Jackie. So as I said, I just hosted our first ever Jump Adventures Weekend, which is going to be a new thing that we're doing here at Jump because if you know us, you know we love to go far, (laughs) very far from home to explore epic places. And while that is freaking rad and we are big fans of the big trips, we have such a good time when we come together in person that we want to create more opportunities to have more fun more often and do it more affordably and a little closer to home. So with that very specific intention, we created Jump Adventures Weekend, where we are hoping to accomplish all of those things at once. And we tested this out in my very own backyard in Montana, in Glacier National Park this June. And in my opinion, it was a complete success. And you're going to hear so much more about what we did and why we did it and who we met and why we want to do it again. So If you like what you hear today, be sure to get on our email list at jumpadventures.com so you can be the first to find out about new trips being offered and chances to travel in person together like this Jump Adventures weekend. All right, so Montana. I know that Glacier National Park is on a lot of bucket lists out there, but for those of you who are geographically challenged, allow me to orient us on a map here. Montana borders Idaho on the west and south and Wyoming to the south and north and south Dakota to the east. And just north of us is eastern BC and Alberta, Canada. And the Rocky Mountains run north-south all through western Montana. And Glacier National Park is way north near the Canadian border. In fact, from the park, it's a shorter drive to Calgary in Alberta than it is to where I live in Montana. Montana is pretty big. And Glacier National Park is big too. And there's only one road that goes all the way through it from east to west. And that is the famous Going to the Sun Road, which connects West Glacier on the Whitefish, Kalispell, and Flathead Valley side to East Glacier and the Blackfeet Reservation on the other side of the Rocky Mountains where the plains start. Um, And that road closes in winter. It becomes impassable due to snowfall. And each spring, the snow is removed by crews to open up the road to vehicles for the summertime. And while the snow removal crews are working, before the road opens to cars, they open it up to cyclists who can ride as far as the road is open. Um, And this is such a special activity. I did it for the first time in 2021 and I absolutely loved it. I considered it the most beautiful, 
epic single day bike ride I've ever done. And that is why we made it the highlight activity for our first Jump Adventures weekend. And as you'll hear, that's not the only thing that we did. Um, And you'll have to check out the photos we shared from this trip because once you see where we stayed, you're going to want to go too. Um, So to bring this experience to you today, I invited some new and some familiar voices to the show. So we are about to hear from Dawn, Carly, Ashley, and McKenna. Um, You'll find out who they are and where they live and why they decided to say yes to this trip. Um, what we did, some special moments that we shared either individually or collectively and, um, what we all took away from this trip. So thank you for being here today to relive this experience with us. I hope that you enjoy it. Here we go with our first ever jump adventures weekend. It's my pleasure to welcome, uh, we've got three people here with us. We have Ashley, Carly, and Don. Welcome to the show. Thank you for being here and for taking the time to chat with me today. We all just got to spend um, a very special weekend together in Glacier National Park in Montana. And as I just mentioned, this is the first time we've done a trip stateside. And so I really wanted to invite a few people from the trip to come onto the show with me and chat about what we got to experience together and get excited about, I don't know, maybe doing it again someday. So yeah. So thank you all for, for agreeing to, to be the stars of the show today. (laughs) Um, I want to give you an opportunity before we kind of get into what we did to, I guess, just introduce yourselves. It's going to be, it's always a little complicated for listeners to, to tell voices apart, but we'll do our best. Why don't you just give us your name and and where you're from? And then also, I'd love to know why you decided to show up for this trip. I'm Dawn, and I live in Reno, Nevada. I decided to come on the trip kind of last minute, but it was something that as soon as you announced it, I had been thinking about it because that's something I've always wanted to do is ride the going to the sun road. Uh, And I'd never been to Glacier. I've grown up in Northern Idaho and I've never (laughs) hopped over the border and gone to Glacier National Park. And so kind of last minute, I think it was like a week and a half before the actual trip. Um, You threw it out to me and I just said, yes, I had no reason at that point to say no. And so, yeah, I showed up for it. Yay. I have to say too, Don, you guys have heard Dawn before, whether you maybe know it or not. She was on to share her experience about hiking the Tahoe Rim Trail. What year did you do that, Dawn? Uh, 2019. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we uh, talked with Dawn and Darren about that trip. So if you remember that episode, this is the same Dawn. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> and that was probably, I think that was like my third trip with you. That's mm-hmm. right. Cause you've done yeah, Patagonia, John- you've done Ecuador. Ecuador. That's right. Yeah. Um, I can go next. I'm Carly currently in Denver, Colorado and same sort of thing as Don. Like I've always wanted to go to Glacier. I knew only, I knew only reason I knew about going to the sun road is because Jackie had just done it. And yeah, the second I heard it was happening, <laughs> I was like, Oh, that's I'm doing that. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And you guys also very much know Carly at this point. She's been on the podcast a lot and the drum roll Carly is leading our week two Jordan trip next April. So it is super exciting. I'm, I love that you're already back on the show too. You've been on, I don't know. We've talked about where have we been? Baja, Italy, Switzerland. Yep. 
Jordan? Patagonia? Yeah, I was just thinking about what we've covered on the podcast, but yeah, you've been on six of the jump trips and I'm so excited to have you step up as a trip leader for Jordan. I'm, I'm really excited. We've gotten a lot of really good feedback from everybody too. So if you're listening, thank you for that. We appreciate it. We're very excited. Ashley. Yeah, I'm Ashley. I live in North Carolina. I'm at the beach. So like an hour South of Wilmington, if you know where that is. Um, there's a few reasons why I wanted to go on this trip. I mean, like everyone else said, I wanted to go to Glacier National Park for a very long time. It's been at the top of my bucket list for places to see in the U.S. And I've been following you, Jackie, for I don't even know what year I started when I first heard your podcast, maybe 2015, somewhere around there. I don't know. It's been a very long time. Yes. And so I've always wanted to go on one of your trips when I started seeing you um, introduce them. And right before you announced this one, I had been thinking I wanted to go on a like weekend trip, do something because it's been a while since I've gone on a trip. And so immediately when I saw the email about it, I was like, yes, signing up. And maybe within like the first 24 hours signed up and was just an immediate yes. So I didn't even know about going to the Sun Road, but I just knew I wanted to go there and wanted to go on a trip with you. And so that's why I went. Yeah. And guess where you're going next? Yeah, Jordan. Yeah. It's going to be a party in Jordan next year. Um, We, so, okay. We have delightfully just been joined by McKenna. (laughs) We didn't know she was going to make it, but here she is. So um, McKenna, welcome. I'm so glad you could join us. Thanks for being here. Hi there. I'm sorry. I'm late. No, it's okay. Don't worry. It's the nature of podcasting and you know, don't worry about it. Um, so yeah, if you would just introduce yourself and let us know where you live and, um, why you decided to show up to this trip with us. Sure. I am McKenna Sturgeon. Um, I live in Denver and this trip was actually super exciting. So Jackie, my dad actually recommended your podcast uh, like a year ago. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and he was like, you're going to love her. You should listen to all of them. They're so cool. Um, and so I've been listening to you and Glacier's been on my list for like ever. And I was going to go this summer anyway and do a solo trip. And then oh. your trip popped up and I was like, oh, well, that'd be a lot of fun. That's kind of perfect. And so dad was super pumped about that too because he was nervous about me doing a solo trip and was like please go with a bunch of other really cool people and Mm. so that's kind of how all that happened for me oh my gosh I love that story what's your dad's name his name is Matt shout out to Matt hey Matt (laughs) thanks for sending McKenna (laughs) you'll be really excited I love that what a cool story Okay, so now we can get into what we did. So do one of you first timers to Glacier, which you all are, uh, want to give us an impression of just like what happened, like what, what we actually did, where we stayed and and kind of the, the everyday? I can do it if no one else. Are we all being it. polite? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, what one of the other reasons that I was like extra on board with this with this trip, not just because it's Glacier, but because where we were staying was this very cool sort of conglomeration of trailers, right? I mean, I don't know what else you would call little like glamper campers. Um, Yeah, they're they're custom, custom built, totally self-sufficient off-grid. They use solar, they use, actually we were hooked up to electricity 
but we did have solar as well. And then they had water hooked up for us, which is, but you can take them totally off grid. So yeah, yeah these like wooden sided. Yeah. Trailers. There was a little like lodge, but we, where we were sleeping was there campers, right? I mean, yeah. Camper trailers. They're called homegrown, homegrown trailers actually is what they're, uh, what they're named. Okay by the owner. Of I just thought that was really cool. You see one photo from that place and you're like, that's the view out of my cute little camper. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've never seen a camper that beautiful. It oh. was just amazing. And tall for us tall folk. That was great. Absolutely. <laughs> um, it had yeah. everything you need too, for like, you can bring your own food and there's a full kitchen and I, a bathroom with a shower and it's all it's all that you can tell they really thought about it when they custom built these because every single inch of space is utilized wisely I mean some of us had one person staying in the camper and some of us had three people staying in those campers and from my knowledge no one complained about the space even though it was tight mm-hmm. it was yeah there was plenty of room for I was in a, a three-person one and it didn't feel cramped at all somehow. Yeah. And we were all kind of just scattered out in the, in the field around the pond and the forest with the mountains surrounding. And yeah, your living room is essentially outside, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. So what did we do? The first day, uh, I guess there was two groups, right? Half of us hiked and half of us mountain biked. Um, I was in the hiking crew. I, I did actually one of the harder hikes of my life. (laughs) That's right. Ashley and McKenna were with you on that one. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think McKenna struggled or, and I don't think Ashley did either. I think she was just very sweet and hung back with me. (laughs) That was a great hike. I haven't had a chance to do something that strenuous in a while. So it was kind of fun to go straight uphill and challenge myself. I also don't know if I've ever been told that I'm doing a strenuous hike. So just kind of the psychology ahead of time was interesting because they were like, so which one do you choose? And it was like, huh, how brave am I? I don't know. Very brave. Yeah, you all went for the strenuous hike. But I hear there was a lot of laughter and a lot of good views and you all survived. So yes, they were incredible. And a lot of soreness. Yeah, yeah. the next that day. That was the only regret is like, why did I do that before the bike ride? Why? Yeah. <laughs> next year, you don't have to do the strenuous one. You can do the yeah. easier hike. And I will. <laughs> yeah. And Don and I, we were part of the mountain biking group. That was a super appealing part of the trip to me is, I mean, I love mountain biking. And so to know that I wasn't only going to get to bike on the going to the sun road, but also go on a mountain bike, you know, when you go to a new area, it's kind of hard to find, find out like, where are the good trails and where can I go? And to have, this is what we're doing. This is where we're going was really helpful. So we went to the whitefish bike retreat which was just an awesome trail system just outside of Whitefish. And it's a really cool area. You can actually camp there, but we just went there for the day, got dropped off. I brought my own bike. Jackie rented a bike. I think the other guy, yeah, Eric had his own bike. Um, So that there was options to bring your own options to rent. And then we just kind of got set free on this trail system for, I don't know how long we were there. Was it like four or five hours? It was a long time. We had a long long time. time. So it was awesome because we got to explore. I mean, how many miles did we ride? Like 13? 16. Oh, 16. Yeah. We rode 16 well, I miles. did that extra mile lap because oh, I yeah, missed a right. turn once, but <laughs> I clocked right. 16 that day. Yes. Yeah. 
No, but I was really impressed too. I will speak to the, the bike rental. I loved the bike that they put me on for that because um, I did not bring my own bike for the mountain biking. And yeah, it was great. That was super fun. I cannot wait to go back up and ride those trails some more because they were gorgeous. Mm-hmm. That was a super fun uh, additional activity. And I loved getting to do that, especially with you, Don. It was so fun. Yeah, was so fun. I know that was really, was really fun. I think that's the cool thing about the whole weekend was there were so many different options. Like it, uh, there was accommodations for all different levels and different, uh, likes and dislikes. And that was Mm -hmm. a really cool part of the weekend. It wasn't like, this is what we're doing and there's no deviation. You kind of could do whatever you wanted. You didn't even have to go on a hike or go into the sun road. You could have just hung out at the property, Mm -hmm. which none of us did. It's a build your own adventure. Yeah. 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 Say yes to whatever you want or no to anything. Just hang out. Yeah. That was different about this weekend. Uh, and just in comparison with kind of how our other trips go, but, um, it was really nice. It was, it was more almost self-catering if I could describe it that way. Um, because it, it supported anything you wanted to do. So, Mm -hmm. but we all did all of the things we, we all, nobody skipped anything. And the next day was the day that we did the going to the sun road. So who wants to talk about that? I'll talk about it. So originally I had signed up to do a regular bike for going the sun road and then had been thinking about it leading up to it the whole day was like, oh, I don't know, maybe I should have done the e-bike. So luckily I talked to the host. I forget his name. Was it Corey? Corey? Yeah. Corey. Yeah. So he was able to get me an e-bike for that day. And I'm so glad I did do that. Yeah. It just took the stress away of knowing if I would make it up to the top of the mountain mm-hmm. and then also getting to stick with the, the rest of the crew who were on the e-bikes. It was just really fun to be in a group together, really just enjoying the views. Like it starts out kind of slow, like flat ish, slight incline, and then gets pretty steep at one point. And yeah, it was just so beautiful. We locked out with the weather. Remember, yes. it was supposed to pour the entire day. Yes. The weather was just terrible. The forecast did not look great. And then literally there was two groups. There was half the group at Rome Beyond went in the morning. And then our crew went in the afternoon. And I think we got the better end of the deal because the, the sun peaked out a little bit. It didn't rain that bad. We were all prepared. We had all the gear. I'd never gone out and done something like that in rain before, like I bought rain pants like two days prior to that, just in case. And I guess I'd always been afraid to like go out and do adventurous things when the weather is iffy. So I felt pretty proud of myself for knowing I can do that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we just lucked out as well with the weather. Mm -hmm. Wacky magic, always. (laughs) The sun. I love it. Yeah. And it started to pour as soon as we got down, which was Mm -hmm. so it was so weird and wild and awesome because mm-hmm. the ride, the whole ride was dry. It was amazing. And we saw bears. Mm-hmm. You guys all I saw the bears. I to look at it. I, was, <laughs> I, did I stopped on the side of the road to see them. <laughs> you stopped. And now she's like, go, go, go. I, know, I think actually both were like, there it is. Okay, let's go. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Not to mess with. Yeah. Don and I saw one from the, from the safety of a car, which was really Pretty cool. Close. That was a black black bear. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, uh, we saw a grizzly down in a valley from super safe distance as well. And then you guys saw cubs, right. A, and a, a, mama, and cubs. a mama and cubs, which is 
super scary. yeah terrifying. Yep. that's why you should keep going that's why we carried bear spray, bear with spray. Bells. yeah we were and and there were plenty of people out there on the on the road i mean at times we were alone but several other people biking also you know what's crazy you guys so the going to the sun road is only open um on in for meaning okay let's try, start this over it's open to bikes only until usually late June, um, during the melt off while the snow removal crew is getting all the, the snow off the, the, the higher part of the road and making sure there's no avalanche danger, et cetera. And they just opened it yesterday to cars. Yesterday, I It's heard the that. middle of July as we're um, recording this right now. And this is like the latest I've heard of. I, I don't know if it's, I don't know how like historically, how it compares, but from the loop up, they just, and they just opened it to cars yesterday. So, I mean, wow. we, yeah, we could have gone and, and we ridden our gone bikes back. Up last weekend. <laughs> I know. Cause, uh, when we went, it was only open to the loop, which the loop is about halfway up and there's nothing we can do about that. If, um, if they're not allowing cyclists to go up, it's because they're either not finished removing snow or there's an avalanche danger or something going on. Sometimes there are bears, um, and so we could only make it halfway, which is why you all need to come back again sometime to do it, to do it properly. Um, but yeah, it's still incredibly gorgeous that, that road going to the sun road, it's a famous route. And this is something that you can only do once a year on it. So I'd recommend it to anybody to go when the cars aren't allowed and just be on the bikes, because that just felt really special. And it's like, you get the whole place to yourself mm-hmm. and it's not super crowded either. I thought that part was the best. Yeah. I, I like totally that too. Agree. Cause you know, um, you assume that there's going to be a bill. I assume there'd be a billion people out there biking. Apparently there's only a handful of us who are crazy enough to attempt it. <laughs> so it really did feel like we had the whole place to ourselves. I loved that. I agree. I love and I'm not a biker. Too. So that was really exciting too. Right. Like I've ridden a bike maybe once since or before doing that. Like, you know, as a kid, I learned, but yeah. It's not a normal occurrence for me. So it was kind of cool to get to have that experience and see more of the other really good bikers do it too. That was inspiring. There was a lot of people with kids, which I thought was so cool, like towing kids in Mm -hmm. trailers and like kids Mm -hmm. also riding bikes. Like that was, it was really cool. And I like that too. Like where you can drive to and where you park to start the ride was super crowded. But then just like kind of any trailhead road, it's like within that first mile, it's busy. And then after that, it really thins out. And like Jackie said, there were times that we were riding by ourselves. And that was really cool because it gave you, it, it just gave the whole experience such a more complete feel than just being like a cow <laughs> or a sheep, like following everyone up, everyone else up the mountain kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And actually, th- once you get beyond the loop, you see hardly anyone because not everybody yeah. who rides it attempts to go all the way up, even when it is open. So that's like no man's land up there. It is rad. Yeah. You, I really hope you all decide to come back and do it again. Yeah. Someday, which is I absolutely definitely incredible. want to. But I love also that I will say, even though it was only open to the loop, it it didn't matter. It's like it didn't affect our experience at all. Mm -hmm. We all had such a good day that day. 
totally. You're the only one that knew too. Like for us all, that was all new for all of us. That's true. And we were all, I think, in awe. Yeah. And also we weren't as sore as we maybe would have been had we gone all the way up (laughs) that time. Especially after your strenuous hike the night before. Well, thank goodness for e-bikes. I could wax poetic about e-bikes all day long, but like, yeah, it didn't hurt nearly as bad as I was expecting after, mm-hmm. after that crazy hike. Cause mm-hmm. e-bikes. Yeah. And you don't have to do it on an e-bike either. Don and I both had regular bikes. I had my own bike for that. And then Don, you rented. And what did <laughs> yeah. you think about that bike? It was fine, right? It was fine. It, it shifted sporadically <laughs> on me, which was a little surprising yeah. a few times, but no, honestly, I mean, I feel like I'm like, a, I'm, fairly in shape, but I felt great at the loop. Like I totally wanted to keep going if it mm-hmm. would have been open. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. yeah, I was, the parental was fine. Good. Yeah. So if you're, um, a glutton for punishment, you can ride it on a regular <laughs> bike and it's great. It, no, it really is. Like I, I definitely would do the same thing again. Um, and then we had what, a, a, a barbecue, like a, a local barbecue. And we got back with everybody who was at the camp or the, at Rome beyond that was, that was delicious wine, beer, gourmet burgers. burgers. I was going to say, was that the night every single person had oh. two burgers? Yes, it was. <laughs> That's right. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Corey so for good. that one. He was and the night burgers. before the dinner the night before was incredible before too. Was amazing. Oh yeah, we had a chef to table, salmon and chicken, I think. And yeah, the was... salad that he like picked from his own garden or something mm-hmm. with flowers. Morel mushroom that he oh, foraged and with shared with us. I was, and... That was so selfless Gosh. of that chef. Oh my goodness. To that share was, his morels yeah. with us. <laughs> yeah, that is special. Yeah, that was awesome. And then we had one more day. This is a three night trip, four days. And Sunday we did a little bit of yoga before we hit the road had breakfast and, and that was that right. Short and sweet. Yeah. We had, we, we had s'mores around a campfire. That's true. Oh. We did do that. Yeah. Okay. So I want to know if what moments from that trip stand out for you guys, if there was anything like really special that happened. I had two sort of special moments. I would say, um, I had the interesting experience of traveling for the first time with my longtime best friend and her fiance. Um, so like, sort of getting to introduce him to the world that is, you know, Jackie's amazing people. And also like wondering how that would go bringing, you know, someone in because like Mm -hmm. she and I travel so well together. And actually I thought it was really great. It was, I think it was the exact right way to bring him in because he, he did the mountain biking, whereas we wanted to hike and he wanted to go bike all day in the morning when we had, you know, sort of a leisurely morning before going to the sun road. Um, So I think that worked spectacularly well um, yeah. and and inter- like I said introducing him to you know the sort of group travel concept because he'd never really done that and he really enjoyed it of course <laughs> I thought that was really cool I loved having him there too because yeah we got to hang out with him all that day biking and he he was such a good addition like he just yeah and he was a set I mean there was another family but like he was essentially the only dude and he just yeah you know <laughs> yeah rocked it anyway rolled with <laughs> right. it yep what was your other you said you had two um yeah so after we came back down from going to the sun road and some people were going to go for a hike or other people were just going to hang out um and me and Ashley another Ashley <laughs> um and <laughs> yeah. Shyla decided to bike down to like the lodge 
on the road where cars are allowed, but down to the lodge and then back. Um, and that was just sort of, it like extended the bike adventure part. And then on the way back, it just, it started pouring, which we all were just cackling and cracking up and <laughs> <laughs> we came back soaking wet and it was, it was so much fun. I love that because honestly, what, I, one of the things I've learned from doing so many trips to Patagonia is truly that there's no bad weather. There are bad attitudes and there is bad gear, which will leave you sopping wet and a bad attitude. You know where that can get you, but really once you just embrace it kind of, and get outside it, it's so funny. Cause Ashley, you mentioned this earlier, um, having never really gone out in, in iffy weather before, like being unsure of that. And then realizing the end, realizing in the end that it's often just water, you know, it won't really <laughs> impede you. And, and you often come away with these memories of, of having accomplished something and, you know, you're feeling even stronger. And it's so funny. Cause I get back from Patagonia and like, if the weather is bad, I'm like, Oh, I can't go hiking. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> no, like you don't get date. You don't get <laughs> a trip to Patagonia without some sort of weather and you go out in it anyway, because you're there. You know? And so I have definitely learned that lesson from, from doing these trips as well. And it's so powerful. It's so powerful to just go and embrace the weather and, and let it become part of your experience. I love that. Yeah. yeah one of the moments that sticks out for me is right in the beginning. So the first day when we got there, there wasn't really activities planned and everyone was arriving at different times throughout the day. And there was a group of us that went to dinner and I just remember being in the car, like we, like five of us piled into a car and it just felt like everyone knew each other. Literally. We just met though, like that hour. And it just felt like, you know, we'd been friends already and had so many things in common. We were swapping travel stories and it was just really fun and like spontaneous. Like I didn't plan because there wasn't anything planned. I didn't, I thought everyone would be kind of like doing their own thing that night. And then when someone suggested going to dinner, I was like, oh, okay, that sounds fun. And yeah, I just had a blast just chatting with everybody and getting to know like where people are from and what kind of places they've been to. And yeah, it just, it felt really easy. And I was just in awe of like the group of people who'd come together. Most of us traveling on our own. And yeah, I just often think back to that. I think you just like recapped one of the absolute gems of our experiences together, like on all of these jump trips, because that's what people say every time, a hundred percent of the time. And it's, it blows me away. And it's so cool. It's because it's, it's real people like you, McKenna, like you guys are both new to this, but here you are on the podcast doing the thing, because this is just what we do. Like we're just people who love to travel, who have interests together, who go to travel together and you find all these things in common and you become great friends immediately because it's easy. You know, that's, that's who we are. And I love that about it. I kind of have the same experience too, um, with just all the friendships. That was really cool. Jackie, I think your rosebud thorn activity at the end of the trip really stuck out for me just because it was really cool to see what everyone else got out of it as well. Um, it was kind of special to see, you know, the different experiences that each person had because we did go on different hikes or we did go on the bike rides and it was a really interesting and fun way to connect with everyone. And I don't think I really forgot about that when I left it hung with me on my way home. And I got to think about it while I drove. Rosebud Thorne is our thing. That's what we, if you guys don't know what she's talking about, it's, uh, we 
on my group trips, I normally try to do that like every night if it's, if it's appropriate to the environment, but we share our highlight of the day. That's our rose, our low light of the day. That's our thorn. And then our bud is something that we learned that day. And it's a really cool exercise to the way I see it is it helps us kind of anchor in what we're experiencing because you go through all these amazing things so quickly that if you don't pause to sort of dissect what's happening, a lot of that can just go um, and you just kind of forget about it. But this allows us to not only understand what's happening for ourselves, but to see where we connect with other people on those things. And, and it kind of brings it all to life. It's, It's a really fun way to reflect. So yeah, thanks for saying that McKenna. McKenna, I was going to say that was one of, that was one of the things that stood out for me too. I always loved Rosebud Thorn and I especially loved it on this trip just because it was a little bit of a choose your own adventure. And so there were people that I interacted with more and some people that I just didn't get a chance to interact with because they were doing different activities or whatever. But that was such a, a neat way to just kind of capture like everyone's individual sense of the whole weekend. And The other thing that stood out for me was just the individual interactions that I did get to have with people. And that is such a cool part of Jackie, your trips that I tend to kind of forget about until I'm back in a trip. And then it's like, oh yeah, this is why I love group travel because I'm pretty independent. Like I have no problem going and doing any of the activities that I do by myself. I have no problem with that. In fact, sometimes I prefer it. But a trip like this reminds me of the power that there is in just like you were talking, Ashley, like meeting complete strangers, but yet they're not strangers at all very quickly and making connections with other people and realizing just how much we have in common. And it's such a unique part of your trips, Jackie, that I think you don't really fully understand it until you're on one. And then you're like, this is really cool to actually be doing this alongside a bunch of other people that maybe I wouldn't normally interact with, you know, in my day-to-day life. But because of your trips, it brings people together for a common experience. We're all nodding right now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, it is. It's so special. And I, to add to it, because I think you guys have all shared, um, the rose for me for sure was the group as well. Um, And I say that every time, so it feels repetitive, but I can't help it because it's true, you know, and, and that's the reason it's, it's so amazing to see you people come to life for me. And I will never get over that going from just being behind a mic by myself to now, like having you guys real in the flesh to talk to and having had these experiences together, it's, it. It's amazing how far we can carry this together and like what we can do. And I, I will never not be blown away by that. (laughs) I love getting to experience new people. I have this weird FOMO about all the cool people that are in the world that I don't get to know yet. It's, it's like, it's a thing. I don't really know how to explain it, but it's, I think it's because of my experience of traveling so much and how you never know who you're going to meet around the next corner. And coming across people who can alter your life, you know, and become part of your story. And it's so powerful. And like, I know that that's out there and I I want more of it. And so when it comes to life for me, it's just magic. It's, it's amazing. Thanks for making magic for us, Jack. My God.
it's all, it's, it's a group effort. <laughs> it is. Um, okay. So why don't we wrap up this with, um, maybe our takeaway, or if you want to share your bud from the trip, um, something that you learned or something that you took away from this trip. I learned that I will drive a thousand miles for basically like two and a half days of a jockey adventure and then I'll drive a thousand miles home. <laughs> I wasn't even gone one week and I put 2000 miles on my car um, just because I wanted to bring my own bike. But yeah, I, I, when I got home, I was like, wow, I, I really just did that. But that's the power of your experiences that you offer Jackie. Like it was like, wow, that was a lot of driving, but totally worth it. Totally worth it. Yay. Thank you for doing it. <laughs> Dawn, I second that. I had kind of the same trip in my car and I would do it again over and over again. Uh, It was great. Um, I think the other thing that I kind of took away from it is that there is benefit to putting yourself out there. Um, I think I'm a little bit more shy. So this trip was kind of a big challenge for me because I do do things a little bit more independently and it's sometimes hard to meet groups of people. And I was so excited by the relationships that I took out of it and how much fun it was. So I was encouraged to do it over and over again. And Jackie, thank you for pushing me out of my comfort zone to do that. You're welcome. And good for you for doing it because I mean, I can only do so much like that was all you, you know, McKenna, it really was. So good for you and Ashley and Carly and Don, like all of you guys and everybody else who was there and everybody else who shows up on these trips, because it's, you're the ones saying yes to this and I couldn't do it without any of you. So yeah, we're definitely doing this together. And I love that. That's what you are discovering because you can do things that scare you, you know, you can, can make those things happen and and it's okay. And it's worth it. (laughs) Absolutely. I learned, uh, or sort of, I guess, relearned, there are a lot of corners of our country that I have not visited. And I am addicted to travel, I'm sure you guys know. And I usually spend my, my focus on things further afield, but it was a great lesson to relearn. Like that was so close to home. I think I was an hour flight, <laughs> you know? Uh, and there are so many really cool things with an hour or two hours or three hours from my house. Or, you know, maybe I want to get in the car and drive a thousand miles, you know, and what all the things there are in between um, Mm -hmm. that I would like to maybe focus a little bit more closer to home as well. Yeah, you can relate. Yeah, for me, it kind of just sparked, like, I love traveling and it just sparked a, like, reignited why I really love traveling and um, just inspired hearing stories from other people to go international, see more places of the UNET the US. And I think one thing I remember when I walked off the plane, just like kind of seeing Montana for the first time. And then like when we were landing, looking out the window, it just, it felt like true wilderness. And I don't know if that sounds like weird or whatever, but like, yeah, I've seen woods and I grew up in like a forested area, but I've not seen like wilderness like that, like very untouched. And it just, I really felt like we were out there with nature. And I was like, well, I want to do more of this, like being in nature, more trips that aren't like necessarily like cities or stuff like that. And just really seeing more of like what our world has to offer. Mm -hmm. It makes my heart flutter. That's why I love Montana. Um, I think one of my takeaways, my biggest takeaway probably was that this was so doable. This 
was the first time that I had done a trip stateside is in my own backyard. I still drove like five hours to get there. Montana's pretty big, but <laughs> it, it just, it just worked. It was so easy. You know, I mean, you guys all speak the language here, you know, the currency, like you don't have to struggle with the ATMs. Like there were no questions about flights or Ubers. Like you just, you get it. And I, I, that took kind of a big element out of, out of the organization part for me, just from my side as the, as the trip organizer. And it was delightful because we were able to focus more on, on actually just the experiences, or at least I felt like I was and the people and getting to just really dig into what we were doing and not worry about a lot of other things. And the fact that a couple of people drove, I mean, include, actually there were several of us who drove, that kind of blew my mind, you know, it's like, okay, this is, this is really doable here, like in the backyard in the U S and a lot of people said yes to it. I mean, we had 14 on our weekend and there were several, a handful more that went the weekend after us and just having the the close proximity of it and doing it within this country was really cool. Um, I definitely want to do that again. And I think that was my biggest takeaway. And actually, maybe now is a good time to say that we are going to do it again. Um, I'm hoping to make this an annual thing, mostly because it's something I want to do every year because it's so special. Um, I did it the year before with without all of you guys. I went up on my own and did it. And, and going with the group was just so exciting. And what the experience that we got to have at Rome Beyond made it so uh, I, I think enriched is the word I want to, I want to use. Like it just, it felt so full and I loved that. And I want to be able to offer it again. So we are, we're going to do it again next year. I think I'm going to try and do it a little bit later in, in June so that hopefully the snow will be less, but like after this year, I guess you never really know how, how the snowpack is going to go, but yeah. So I'll talk more about that after we're, we're kind of wrapped up here, but I'm grateful to all of you for helping me discover a new thing to do for jump that worked so well. Any final thoughts? I'd say like, even if you have like a little whisper telling you, you want to do it, just do it. Don't think twice about it. Just sign up because you won't regret it. It's true. And I love this one because it was easy a week and a half to say before the trip to say, yes, I'm going to go. I couldn't necessarily do that with uh, Jordan or a Patagonia trip, but um, I think it's a lot more attainable for people who maybe don't have 10 days to take off of work. It's a lot more attainable to say, Hey, I'm going to take a long weekend and do something like this. It's closer and it's within the States. And I think it was genius to do something like this kind of closer to home and let's go again. Let's go all the way to the top. Yes. Let's yes. do that next time. Hey, I will be there. I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm going to do it again. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you ladies so much for your time and for sharing your experiences with me today and, and in person last month when we got to do this together, it was so special. I really appreciate everybody who showed up for this very first jump adventures weekend. And here's to the next one. Cause we're definitely doing this thing again. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you. Okay. Well, there you have it. We are planning on doing this again. We took notes. We got feedback. We are going to put it all together and continue to create these weekend experiences for you. A little closer to home, a little more affordable, and a little more often so we can have a lot more fun.
I think it sounds good. Um, be sure to check out our upcoming trips at jumpadventures.com and get on our email list so you are always in the loop for what's coming up and you won't miss anything. Um, I will say this glacier thing was so much fun and such a success that not only do we want to do this one again, but we have ideas for more destinations at different times of year. So please do take yourself over to jumpadventures.com so you can see a current listing of what's coming up since you could be listening to this at any time in the future. Um, And on that note, thank you for being here today, wherever and whenever you are. Um, I hope that you enjoyed getting to know more about Glacier and the experience of riding the going to the sun road. I hope to see you on a jump adventures trip in the future. And yeah, safety tip of the day. If you do go to Glacier National Park, remember to bring your bear spray. (laughs) Um, I hope you come with us next year. Thank you guys until next time.